Every time I hear hail to the chief, I turn around and say, where is he? I'm getting used to it, though. Yeah, so do we, for that matter. You're not alone at long last. Lunch Bucket Joe, hail to the chief, still confuses him. Speaking of Lunch Bucket Joe, big news yesterday. The Biden administration has decided to stop funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I'm sorry, what? With U.S. taxpayer dollars, your dollars and my dollars. Bloomberg.com. U.S. suspends Wuhan Institute of Virology's access to federal funding. That's U.S. federal funding, not Chinese federal funding. CNN, Biden administration suspends funding for Wuhan lab. Now, you see, they haven't actually eliminated it. It's just suspended. See, because that's less permanent. You could still go back to funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology at any time, Joe Biden could. And the Washington Post, U.S. cuts funding to Wuhan lab embroiled, they're embroiled in pandemic probes. They love their probes, don't they? Especially the ever-expanding kind. It's uh, quite remarkable. Now, then they say, well, we weren't funding them. You remember when Anthony Fauci became very angry with senator and medical doctor Rand Paul when he uh, slapped Fauci around for the funding that went from his organization to the Wuhan Institute of Virology? And then Fauci offered a non-denial denial. He changed the subject and said, well, money was not, did send money. We didn't, for, you're lying. You're not telling the truth. We didn't send money for, for uh, 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 a change of function. You know, we, uh, it's, uh, it, it's uh, gain of function, gain of function research. And, and uh, Rand Paul hadn't actually said uh, you sent money for gain of function research. And then Fauci responded saying, we didn't send money for gain of function research. But yesterday, the Biden administration announced uh, U.S. stops funding for Chinese lab at center of controversy. Oh, is it controversial? Why? Because they say that 7 million people worldwide died, including a million in the United States of America from the Wuhan Red Death. But I did share with you the yesterday story that uh, the CDC, uh, working with the New York Times, said that, well, maybe a third of the deaths that we counted as COVID deaths weren't actually COVID deaths at all, but they were people that died of other causes who tested positive for the Wuhan post-mortem. So you got that. Or go into the hospital, they test positive, but then they die of kidney failure, and they say, well, it's another COVID death because they had money uh, going to hospitals where there were COVID deaths. So they had incentivized hospitals in the healthcare system to say that more people were dying of COVID when in reality they were dying with COVID and not of COVID. See? See how that goes? And, and my favorite example, one of my favorite examples was, uh, and we played the audio yesterday of Dr. Deborah Burks confessing at the podium at the White House, that the United States was one of the few countries on the planet Earth that was counting deaths when people died with COVID, but not of COVID. And, and one of my favorites was Colorado Springs, Colorado, where they counted five COVID deaths 
over one weekend in Colorado Springs in the county. I think it was Grand County or Grant County and uh, where Colorado Springs is. And the coroner came out and said, well, two of the people that we counted as dying of COVID were actually shot to death. They were shot and killed. They died of gunshot wounds. And we counted them as COVID deaths. She was exposing the truth. She wanted to come out and tell the truth. But that was one of my faves, was the uh, two people shot to death in Colorado Springs, and they were scored as COVID deaths. <laughs> so I think in this country, we've taken a very liberal approach liberal. to mortality. To mortality. <laughs> a liberal approach to mortality. Meaning they're in favor of it? <laughs> the left. The left is in They love death more than we love life. That's the thing about them. That Dr. Deborah Burks, and she did say that uh, most countries don't, but we do count people that died uh, not of COVID, but with COVID. There are other countries that if you had a pre-existing condition, and let's say the virus caused you to go to the ICU and then have a heart or kidney problem, some countries are recording that as a heart issue or a kidney issue and not a COVID-19 death. Huh. Um, right now, we're still recording it, and we'll, I mean, the great thing about having forms that come in and a form that has the ability to mark it as COVID-19 infection, the intent is right now that those, if someone dies with COVID-19, we are counting that yeah. as a COVID-19 death. See, I noticed that at the time, and we played that at the time, which is why we still have the audio, and Michael Piercy yesterday remembered that we had this audio when we were talking about the New York Times story, where they confessed, they admitted at long last, what we've been talking about here for a very long time. And I pointed out that Dr. Deborah Burke's audio from the White House podium, and I pointed out the two dying from gunshot wounds in Colorado Springs being scored as COVID deaths, uh, we, which... You know, the, the, these are the the red flags that you look for um, because the statistics were being tampered with. The numbers were being tampered with. And I pointed out those facts along the way. And those are the, you know, the, the facts when you talked about those things. They were declared to be heresy by the left, also known as the Democrat Party. And since they are the, the party of death, the party of death, the National Right to Life Organization, put out a, uh, a statement today because in Maine, our great state of Maine, a uh, Democrat governor there, Janet Mills, signed a bill into law allowing unlimited abortions. But but wait, it gets better. Um, today, Maine Governor Janet Mills signed LD-1619, which removes penalties, listen to this, for non-physicians who perform abortions I think these are like friends of Whoopi Goldberg's that uh, hung out in the in the ladies' room uh, back then. Non-physicians, there are no penalties for non-physicians. You just have your friend come over and do it, who perform abortions and allows abortions for any reason up to the moment of birth. It's open season on the unborn child. The unborn child in Maine, said Carol Tobias, president of the National Right to Life Organization. Abortionists practicing without a license can expect the state of Maine to turn a blind eye. Governor Mills has been a strident supporter of abortion, and the signing of this law comes as no surprise, Tobias said. Maine's new law could allow 
the Kermit Gosnells of the abortion industry to practice without fear of oversight or prosecution. Uh, Kermit Gosnell, of course, the you know sort of the angel of death. He was uh, Philadelphia, right? Where uh, you know baby born alive, he'd take him out back, take a meat tenderizer to him and stuff. You know, Kermit Gosnell, bad guy, not a good guy. The Democrats, I think, still give out a Kermit Gosnell award, don't they? <laughs> he went to the penitentiary. Um, yeah, so um, up to the moment of birth, no explanation needed, and um, and non physicians. That see, that's what they call liberal. That's what they call liberal. Really, it's leftist. They're they're quite crazy. These people are. And I've got to get this in too because it's funny. Um, Washington Post today, page eleven, in their A sectional, A sectional, Metro sectional, in China, comma, warm welcome for Kissinger amid tense time in U.S. relationship. Anna Fifield wrote the story for her party, the Democrat Party. China's tied. This is Henry Kissinger, who is one hundred years old. He went to China, and uh, they're treating him like a hero while they treat Antony Blinken, our Secretary of State, like a schoolchild and push him aside. China's top diplomat hinted Wednesday to former American Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, the 100-year-old who was at the heart of the United States' rapprochement uh, with China half-century ago, that Beijing was nostalgic for the days he was running U.S. foreign policy. Kissinger is on an unannounced visit to Beijing that coincided with that by another former American Secretary of State, John F. Kerry. John Kerry's there to talk to them about the climate, and they laughed at him and told him to go home, and he said as much. He's like, well, not getting anything out of them, no deal at all. They said they're going to do what they want, and then Kerry flew home on another airliner to increase his carbon footprint by himself. Because, you know, it also, Kissinger's visit also comes, 100 years old, also comes on the heels of Secretary of State Antony Blinken's trip to Beijing last month. Uh, Both sides uh, projected positivity, but uh, nothing happened. They treated him like uh, like he was a, a joke and sent him home. John Kerry came in to talk about the weather and their production of CO2. They put out much more than twice as much CO2 as the United States puts out. And they're going to put out even more in the future. That's what they said. But uh, neither, uh, you see, Antony Blinken or John Kerry, but neither has the stature of Henry Kissinger, who remains revered in China for his efforts to forge diplomatic relations between the two countries. Kissinger secretly visited Beijing in 1971 to lay the groundwork for Richard M. Nixon's historic trip the following year. Richard Nixon opened relations with communist China. Henry Kissinger was the guy that got the job done. On Wednesday, yesterday, Wang Yi, China's foreign minister, former foreign minister, and now its top diplomat, greeted Kissinger, who was using a cane in Beijing. And Wang Yi said, U.S. policy toward China requires the diplomatic wisdom of Kissinger and the political courage of Nixon. See, uh, you know, half century ago, but for the Chinese, that's not a long time ago. Here, that's a long time ago. There, that's not. So a uh, day after Kissinger met Chinese defense minister Li Shang-Fu, according to a report by the official Xinhua News Agency, you see, the uh, the irony is that 
Lee refused to meet with U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin at a regional security forum forum in Singapore last month. So, wait a minute. They're refusing to meet with their Secretary of Defense. They're pushing around our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. They're uh, making a mockery of our former Secretary of State, John Kerry. But Henry Kissinger shows up at the age of 100, and he's treated like a conquering hero because Henry Kissinger is a hero, and he's 100 years old. He should publish a book about his diet, you know, what he, what he eats, I think. I happen to believe that Henry Kissinger was one of the most destructive secretaries of state in the modern history of this country. I am these morons. to say that Henry Kissinger is not my friend. Um, Henry Kissinger and Richard Nixon um, unfroze relations with communist China, uh, open relations with China, uh, normalized relations with China, created detente with the Soviet Union, created the uh, first strategic arms limitation treaty, the first president to limit the number of nuclear weapons. Uh, every preceding president had added to the number of nuclear weapons. Henry Kissinger presided over the, uh, the peace talks to get us out of the Vietnam War, which the Democrats got us into. And uh, Henry Chris Kissinger is a great American. They, uh, you know, they hate him. And, uh, you know, they're, they're anti-Semites. I think even Bernie Sanders is an anti-Semite, isn't he? Hey, Kissinger, what do you say? How many kids have you killed today? Hey, Kissinger, what do you say? How many kids have you killed today? That was a fairly recent left-wing mob. Uh, they, they poached their their old chant, hey, hey, LBJ, how many kids did you kill today? Right? And, of course, they were screaming that at him just a few years ago when Henry Kissinger was uh, you know, in, in retirement, and, and uh, he stopped wars and prevented wars. But the left, yeah, they're the party of wars. They're the, they're the political ideology of war and of death and of massacres. Uh, Antony Blinken tried to get an agreement to resume direct military-to-military communications between the United States and China. But, he said, Beijing rejected the idea, despite the recent dangerous near misses. Henry Kissinger, good. Antony Blinken, joke. Biden administration pushed around like chumps. And uh, they attack all the wrong people, you know. But that's because they're not on our side. You know, CBD is everywhere these days, putting CBD in everything. Well, my friends at Generic CBD have infused their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream with CBDs. And let me tell you, the stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, into your elbows, your shoulders. Great reviews online, into your back, especially those stiff hands, your knuckles, your fingers. It goes to work in a matter of seconds, and it's a fantastic moisturizer. I know, my best girl told me. The company calls it GenericCBD.com. Listen, it's GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. GenericCBD.com, they sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. For free, I said. Just pay $2.95 to help with the shipping and handling. But don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to try it. You're going to love it. You're going to buy more for yourself. And you're going to buy it as gifts for mom and for, for everybody. Get your free sample at GenericCBD.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. GenericCBD.com. 
These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. You know, Henry Kissinger is 100 years old. He walks with a cane. He'd be a better Secretary of State than Antony Blinken. That's got to be kind of embarrassing. We still have the IRS whistleblowers coming up. Count me in as somebody who will not be listening to Henry Kissinger. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Isn't that amazing? All right, uh, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to the phones. Let's go to, let's go to Mary calling from Hancock, Maryland. Mary, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. I've been listening to you for quite a while and watching you on Newsmax. So thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, but I was calling because, well, I switched doctors because they kept getting on me about getting the, uh, COVID jab uh-huh. because I'm type 1 diabetic and some other health issues that makes me a prime candidate, quote unquote, for it. And I did get it. Never got the jab or have not ever gotten the jab. Uh-huh. Did get COVID, lasted about seven days and got over it. So it's, you know, and I'm one of those people, been blessed, not ever had the flu. Mm. closest thing I ever had to the flu was the Wuhan. How about that? Well, and, uh, you know, maybe you have the genetic composition the Washington Post was talking about today that that makes you more resistant. But they don't know. Right. And, you know, like I said, I'm one of those people, been blessed, not ever in my 50-plus years had the flu. That's pretty darn good. I what I had. Well, you know, other than that uh, type 1 diabetes, it sounds like you're, uh, you know, you're uh, a very healthy um, champion of uh, American wholesomeness. I think that's a great thing. Well, we received calls from uh, concerned listeners about the... uh, Two people that died of gunshot wounds that were counted as COVID deaths. And I I did say Colorado Springs. Oh, I think I said Grand County also. Uh, And it was the the county coroner that said uh, in Grand County, Colorado, that said they had two deaths that were counted as, as COVID deaths that actually were shot and killed, died of gunshot wounds. 
But I think that our listeners are right. I think that uh, I think it was not Colorado Springs proper. It was Grant. I know, and I knew it was the county coroner, but uh, it's Grand County, and that's not Colorado Springs. And so, wanted to straighten that out. Colorado Springs is where they had the transgender uh, mass murder go into Club Q and start shooting people. And the big brave man, uh, army major, tackled him and stopped him from killing more people. And then Colorado Springs, where they had the other uh, transgender uh, student who was going to go commit massacres at two schools, but his sister stopped him, which was uh, which was a good thing, a very good thing. Yeah, but it's true, not Colorado Springs. And so I apologize. Thank you. Uh, and honestly, thanks for calling and say, hey, that's not Colorado Springs. That's That was Grand County. So uh, thank you. Now, uh, let's get to, uh, there are just so many stories the Democrats give me. Like uh, this one, illegal immigrant kids with tuberculosis infections released into 44 states. And I mentioned this earlier, but I didn't get into it. The government is releasing thousands of illegal immigrant children with latent tuberculosis infections into American communities without assurances of treatment. Nearly 2,500 children with latent infections were released into 44 states over the past year, according to a court-ordered report on how the Health and Human Services Department is treating the children. About 126,000 total children were released indicating an infection rate of 1 in 50 migrant children with tuberculosis, TB. You know, that's, uh, that's your Democrat Party. This is part of the open border program. They're making everything better, you know, the Democrats. Um, also, the Washington Post very upset today because Virginia schools are now preparing for new trans policies. Trans means transgender. They don't use the word gender anymore. They just say trans. It's like pride. Pride only means one thing. It's on the front page above the fold of their metro sectional, the metro sectional. Virginia schools prepare for new trans policies. Upcoming rule changes are creating uncertainty for LGBTQ plus students. That's not true. It's actually only creating uncertainty for, for T students, not for L students or G students, not for B students, not for Q students, not for plus students. Only for T students. The policies, terrible Republican governor there who was elected by the people, the policies, a version of which uh, all state school systems would be required to adopt. Oh, imagine such a thing. Direct students to use facilities that match their biological sex. This is biological warfare again. You mean matches their sex? What other kind of sex do they have if not their biological sex? and require written permission for school personnel to use different names or pronouns than what is in a student's official record. You mean the students uh, can't uh, keep a secret from their parents that they're becoming girls when they're boys, and the teachers can't help them and keep it a secret from the parents? The rules would also prohibit school policies that encourage teachers to conceal information about a student's related to gender from parents, keeping a secret from parents, and suggest making single-user bathrooms facilities available. That's not uh, too controversial, is it? That shouldn't be. So here's what the Washington Post is very upset about, that the new rules uh, recognize that it doesn't allow schools to change your kid's gender while keeping it a secret from the parents. right? And it's only T. It's just T. 
It's got nothing to do with L, that's lesbian, or G, that's gay, or B, that's bisexual. You know, you just use bathrooms. You go to the, like a normal person, right? And Q, whatever, uh, you know, uh, bathrooms. And no, But when it comes to T, the Democrats, you know, the left is coming for your rights. And the left is coming for your kids. They're coming for your children. And they want to change their gender. And they want to keep it a secret from the parents. And uh, then, you know, a Republican governor comes along and uh, says, well, maybe the parents should have some say in this. And uh, Glenn Youngkin and the Republicans in Richmond passed the law. Hey, hey, school crazy people, sexual predator teachers, maybe uh, get your greasy mitts off the children and you don't change their names. This is my son, Butch. You don't call him Mary when he's at school and say they, her, she. But that's what the Democrat Party wants, and that's what the Washington Post wants because it's an engorged extension of the Democrat Party. All right, now let's get to uh, the uh, crooked Biden family, the Biden organized crime family. James Comer, the uh, congressman in charge of the hearings on Capitol Hill yesterday, is the government oversight, and he's been doing the investigating. And James Comer had a really fundamental question, a basic question that that uh, the Biden family hasn't answered and the CNN and the New York Times don't care about. No one can explain one simple thing the Bidens did to receive those payments. Now, that's just to the president's son from three countries. There are many more countries where we're just now getting the bank records in. We're fixing to announce more wires from more countries. More? More? Because yesterday, one of the things we learned that the Washington Post is not reporting, foreign nationals gave Biden family and associates over $17 million, comma, IRS whistleblower claims. He claims that because he was the chief investigator and he's seen all the records, and that's why he claimed that. IRS Special Agent Joseph Ziegler told the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday that Hunter Biden's overseas influence peddling operations have enriched the first family and their business associates to the tune of more than $17 million. Funds raked in through various multi-million dollar payments made through foreign nationals to Biden family link corporations between 2014 and 2019. Hey, wait a minute, 2014 and 2019. Biden family's business dealings involved entities from Ukraine, Romania, and China. Roughly half of the $17 million in payments went to first son Hunter Biden, who explained to his daughter that he has to give half his money to his father. Whistleblower Joseph Ziegler, the whistleblower in uh, in question, who uh, is, a, and he talked about it in the hearing yesterday, he's a gay man, he's married to a man, he's a Democrat, uh, which is, you know, things you have to say so the Democrats don't accuse you of being a Republican a secret agent, a Republican mole. Here is whistleblower Joseph Ziegler. I kind of equate this to experience and feelings I encountered when coming out. It was honestly one of the hardest things I ever had to go through. I implore you to consider that if you were in my position with the facts as I have stated them, ask yourself if you would be doing the exact same thing. I'm coming out. So he's coming out as gay. He said this uh, testifying before Congress and doing this. The hardest thing he's had to do, and it reminded him, 
of uh, coming out as a gay man. And um, then he explained that the U.S. attorney in Delaware cut him off at the pass. The U.S. attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials. David Weiss, the one that they will tell you is a Trump appointee, um, after he was an Obama appointee as acting U.S. attorney for Delaware and then interim U.S. attorney for Delaware, and then he was pushed by the two Democrat senators from Delaware on President Trump, who said, okay, okay. Uh, the other whistleblower, uh, Gary Shapley, on, uh, and what he was talking about there, he said, so the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, in uh, Delaware, wanted to do stuff, but Department of Justice cut him off because Department of Justice, who do they have there? The Attorney General, who's Joe Biden's boy, right? And uh, he thinks he should be on the Supreme Court, and we can thank God and President Trump that he's not. And Mitch McConnell gets a couple points on the board for that, too. Whistleblower Gary Shapley, the other one, he's been more public, but but um, Joseph Ziegler, he was whistleblower X, and he's been the secret and mysterious whistleblower behind the curtain until yesterday when he uh, came out from behind the curtain. Here's whistleblower Gary Shapley, also a senior IRS investigator for, I think, about two decades nearly. Investigators were not allowed to follow up on WhatsApp messages from Hunter Biden's Apple iCloud backup, where he suggested he was sitting next to his father. Prosecutors instructed investigators not to ask about the big guy or dad when conducting interviews. Don't talk about big guy. Don't talk about dad. Why? Those are the references in the laptop and the emails, and uh, it's what the Chinese were coming. But so they're putting the kibosh on the investigators. Don't talk about the big guy. That's Joe Biden. He's protected. Don't don't talk about dad. Uh, those are in the emails. Those references. And Tony Bobulinski explained that uh, very publicly that big guy is Joe Biden. Uh, CEO of one of the Biden family's many corporations. Uh, who knows what they do, but they've got a lot of LLCs to do that nothing. Gary Shepley. I would agree that there were investigative steps that, that were definitely obstructed by DOJ that I'd never seen in my 14 years. And just honestly, just makes no sense. We wouldn't want to collect all of the evidence available. The Democrats, of course, showed up to attack and undermine and to tried to make sure that no one got to the truth. Uh, This is Jamie Raskin, who's a pirate. We can conclude that this Inspector Clouseau-style quest for something that doesn't exist has turned our committee into a theater of the absurd, an exercise in futility and embarrassment. Yeah, that's what's going on. Or or not, as the case may be. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, this is a great one. Let's go to soundbite number nine. Democrat Congressman Dan Goldman from New York talking to Gary Shapley. Uh, And uh, Goldman accidentally gave away a big Joe Biden lie that he never talked to Hunter Biden about about his business dealings because Joe Biden showed up at the Four Seasons Hotel uh, dinner with Chinese executives with Hunter Biden, CEFC, uh, and uh, it... uh, it, it clumsily went like this for Dan Goldman. You describe a lunch, what we t- t- uh, talked about earlier, where uh, Joe Biden came to say hello at the Four Seasons Hotel to a uh, lunch that he was having with CEFC executives, right? That's correct. Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. 
Now let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business and he was okay. talking. Well, that to is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. Well, that is true. And Joe Biden has lied to all of us that he never talked to his son about his business, but he shows up to business meetings with his son and a Chinese energy company run by the Communist Party at the Four Seasons Hotel as vice president or or former vice president. And uh, so he lied to us all about that. Now, let's uh, jump ahead to, uh, uh, da, da, da. well, you know, there was the, uh, the funny moment. Let's go to number 10, Marjorie Taylor Greene who brought in a big poster board of um, Hunter Biden laptop porn of him having sex. I'll leave it at that with a prostitute. And it turns out he uh, deducted the prostitute expenses on his taxes. Chair now recognizes Ms. Green for, for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Before we begin, I would like to let the committee and everyone watching at home that parental discretion is advised. And here it comes. It's the poster board with... Uh, Hunter Biden, a prostitute, big pictures, and everybody pretends to panic. Mr. Shapley, you, you started an investigation into Hunter Biden, codename Sportsman, which opened in November of 2018. Um, it, it was an offshoot of an investigation the IRS was conducting into a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. Um, this this is evidence uh, of, of Hunter Biden making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Making pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman? Did, 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 did a lady's time's expired? Yeah, that wasn't five minutes. <laughs> they took the time away from her. Uh, it was an amusing moment on Capitol Hill. Let's go to Gary Shapley explaining that David Weiss, the U.S. attorney, and this this whole uh, fake uh, Trump appointee stuff. Um, the politics coming right from Joe Biden's Justice Department to put the kibosh on any investigation into the Biden family. I'm not here to support partisan agendas on either side. I'm here because our tax system relies on the American people having confidence it is administered fairly and equally for everyone, regardless of your last name or political connections. If the handling of this case was inappropriate, it doesn't matter whether it happened under a Republican or Democrat administration. A Democrat or administ- an administration. Now, let's take a quick one here, and we've got uh, we've got a bit more audio for you from the the hearing yesterday. Uh, honestly, um, they uh, the Biden Justice Department uh, stepped on. They obstructed investigations because the investigations were into their family, into Hunter Biden, and the money going to Joe Biden. And we all know it. I mean, if you listen to this show, you've been paying attention. You know that the money's going to Joe Biden. The laptop reveals all of this. And and there are a lot of people who lie a lot and are dishonest with themselves and other people who pretend that we don't already know all of this. But it was uh, laid out in black and white yesterday. Biden family corruption, and beyond that, uh, the corruption of the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, and the Justice Department more broadly, the the pervasive corruption in Biden's Justice Department and his U.S. attorneys exposed yesterday. IRS um, 
Special Agent Investigator Gary Shapley yesterday. United States Attorney Weiss and Attorney General Garland will each be sitting before these committees one day. They will have to admit that despite all their obfuscation, the absolute fact is that this case was presented to two presidentially appointed U.S. attorneys in D.C. and California. Biden. That no charges were brought in those districts tells you everything that you need to know. Yeah, it tells you everything you need to know. The uh, two Biden appointees, here are the charges, here's the evidence, and they just go to lunch. All right. So let's go to uh, Joseph uh, Ziegler, who uh, testified yesterday he was the mysterious whistleblower X until yesterday. I've recently discovered that people are saying that I must be more credible because I'm a Democrat who happens to be married to a man. I'm no more credible than this man sitting next to me due to my, actual, due to my sexual orientation or my political beliefs. The truth is my credibility comes today from my job experience with the IRS and my intimate knowledge of the agency's standard and procedures. He was very, very solid all day long, the both of them, six and a half hours, and uh, both of them were, were um, impeccably credible. They were uh, just great. Uh, there is a hearing today where the Democrats are attacking RFK Jr., and they've got this non-voting delegate, Stacey Plaskett, and Jim Jordan uh, with uh, Stacey Plaskett, a little back and forth on RFK Jr. Plaskett was trying to shut him down. Excuse me, point of order. I know that witnesses usually have five minutes. I see 10 minutes on the board. Is it going to be 10 minutes? We'll for give him five witness? minutes, but we're, we're pretty lax with this. Uh, we'll let him go for we a are? little. Yeah. We've, I've seen you ham, 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 gavel down on quite a number we've, of witnesses. We've given senators and former Democrat members of Congress and all kinds He's of folks. Neither. Time. He's neither. He's neither. I'm just saying in past history. Okay, in okay. But we'll, Let's we'll give, just we'll watch give you, the time for all the witnesses. And then. if you want to cut him off and censor him some more, you're welcome to do it. Oh, that's not my job. That's that's your job. Why don't you threaten a witness so that they can Mr. not want to be Mr. a witness? I got to tell you, this woman is a radical. She's an extremist. And, and good for Jim Jordan. If you want to shut him down and censor him more, because he's there to talk about how he has been censored when talking about vaccines and uh, stuff. And I know we had a caller who said, you know, uh, RFK Jr.'s science is not the most sound science. And I believe that. I, you know, I don't think he's the burning bush of truth when it comes to anything that he says. But I do believe that he has the right to say it. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.